listening land. This is the Great Northern Way. I'm your host, Kevo, and we are here back at it again. How's everybody doing out there? We really appreciate your listenership. We want to thank you guys for all of the great feedback that you've given. I just want to remind everyone again to follow us at the Great Northern Way, P-O-D, at or excuse me, on Instagram, and then also Facebook at forward slash K-E-V-O, Cabell, C-A-B-E-L-L, also on YouTube at The Great Northern Way. We really appreciate that. Shout out to everybody that gave me feedback regarding the dating game. It was much appreciated, so much fun, so many good things to talk about today. And so also, I want to give a shout out to all the listeners and let you guys know that we are listener supported. So if you are enjoying the Great Northern Way, like I'm enjoying the Great Northern Way, uh, if you so feel inclined, uh, you can go to paypal.me forward slash K-E-V-O-C-A-B-E-L-L and donate. And we really appreciate that. Uh, Nothing's too small. We just really appreciate the support. Uh, if you don't have PayPal, you can use Venmo. You can go to Kevin Anthony, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, last initial C uh, as well. And then Cash App at K-E-V-C-A-B-E-L-L. But we really appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in week after week. Thank you for all of the great feedback. Just, you know, just just a lot that we appreciate. Also, we got some merchandise coming for you guys. So please stay tuned for that. Uh, today, we are hanging, and we back. We got the guy in the house, the main man. I got my man, Pat. Say what's up to the people, Pat. I'm back. Hey, everyone. Took a couple weeks off. Uh, I, had a, I had a long streak going, an Ironman streak. Uh, almost three years not having gotten COVID, but alas uh yeah so i was just out for a little bit and uh thanks to you kev for uh being my grocery runner a couple times so hey, that you was know that you was know awesome. I'm, your boy, I'm, I'm your boy uber eats which <laughs> reminds me because we're not uber over here but we will appreciate you guys rating us uh over there on apple or spotify so you can give us a five star and give us whatever you feel we deserve but you know we love we like the five but yeah i appreciate definitely you know being able to have my guy back, you know, seeing you at full strength, you know, out there in the world, you know, we what we were eating at twelve midnight. We just, you know, like having a boys' night out, right? Yeah, how yeah. Was, matter of fact, how was your day? Uh, it was good. Um, did a little bit of uh, me time. I had a, a, an appointment, a doctor's appointment in the morning, and then uh, I had a, a massage. So I'm, I'm floating on a cloud right now. I'm very loose. I, I don't know if it. Uh, comes across in my voice, but uh, yeah, your boy's relaxed. You sound real relaxed, like Snoop D O Double G. Hey, what's up? It's P A T K I T L O. You know, I just had a massage, <laughs> so over there I had to go. Came back, now I'm with K E V O. And you know, we up in the C A D N A D A. And yeah, 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 all way, yeah. <laughs> Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we know we appreciate that, man. How was your weekend, though? Yeah, it was. Your good. cousin came down, right? Yeah, cousin Tim. Uh, he's like a brother to me. Um, yeah, he's uh, hasn't been to Vancouver. I mean, he was here last year um, with his family, though his wife and daughter Ophelia. Shout out to shout out to Lindsay and Ophelia and Tim. 
Um, but he hasn't been here on his own, I think, in the, um, for like three or four years now. So it was nice to have a weekend, a boys weekend. Uh, had, uh, I think, all in all, uh, probably 12 stops for food. Different, different establishments in the greater Vancouver area. Uh, went for some all-you-can-eat sushi, some Korean barbecue, met up with some other friends to help us eat and, and uh, be gluttonous. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was fantastic to spend time with him and, and yeah, be merry and, and do a little recharge. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's good. Nothing, is, nothing like family to put you back, you know, at square one and to make you feel... 100% whole. That's, you know, that's how we are. For sure. So we're going to get into it. Oh, without further ado, Pat, we appreciate that. We're going to get right into it with yes. everyone's favorite quiz show. It's called Canada because A, either you should know these bases of Canada or B, duh, you should, you know. All right. And so basically, <laughs> I, just, it. I just said the same thing twice, but hey, Canada, you know, I'm duh, I, I'm just not thinking right now. But we're going to get right into it, folks. So without further ado, drum roll, please. So my man, Pat, true or false? Just under half of Vancouver population is single. True or false? True. I would say that. Actually, yeah, you're right. Pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. You're yeah. on the money. You're on the money. Nice. And staying with the whole single, this will actually make you single. What is the average cost of a date here Ooh. in Vancouver? Average cost. I mean, there's so much to do here that you can actually do a lot for free. Um, but, I mean, if you want to go to a nice dinner, uh, maybe a show afterwards. I don't know. I mean, like for first dates... Or just in, like, what are we talking about? Are we like averaging things out? We're just talking about, you know, the average date that you would have, um, whether you were being creative and being yeah, original. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to go based on what I would spend, go right? Ahead, go ahead. So I've spent anywhere from, you know, picking up coffees for us and going for a nice walk along the beach. How, how cliche, but awesome because it's beautiful here. Um, but I've also gone and done dinners as well. So it's it's probably anywhere from free to 50 Ooh. to $60 kind of thing. Wow, you make it work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the average cost of a date here, that's Canadian dollars, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, yeah. is $117. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for me, I never factor in uh, alcohol. Right, because I don't drink, ah. so I feel like that is a big contributor. Um, but I don't mind if my, you know, date has a drink and relaxes. It's it's when you get into like a non shared experience where they're having you know three or four drinks and getting a little buzz on, and uh, yeah, and I'm completely sober. That's where it's a little yeah. I'm not. Yeah, you become a babysitter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At that point, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, that's a that's that that's was a good. A, that's high. That's really high. I, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. No, it is high. I just say that with all the things that you can do here, you can keep costs down because there's so much you can do yeah. here. You can take a yeah. lovely walk. Yeah. You know, you can go down to um, Gastown. 
Uh, you can go to, oh my God, where was well, the, I at? The Seawall. Huh? The Seawall. Yes. Right. Granville Island. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, and like, yeah, you can go and you can run it up. Mm -hmm. But also, you're looking at such beautiful things that, you know, a woman's going to be impressed with your thought. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I could be honest, can I be honest about it? Absolutely. Hey, I took a woman bowling. Oh, nice. On a date. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Bowling's awesome. Bowling is. It's different. Yeah, because it's five pin because it's Canadian or ten pin because it's American. Well, I only do ten pin. I don't Ooh. know about the five. The five pin is, I don't know who does that. Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, one more. Maybe pin. we have dainty arms or something like that. We can't handle the full weight of a. A 10-pin ball. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I am no comment on that. So, last question for the Canada. According to the single men here in Vancouver, okay. what is the most highly sought over sought out attribute of women here in Vancouver? For me, I would say a down-to-earth girl. Someone who's down to earth, um, still driven, still career oriented, but um, is is down to earth. Yeah, that's wrong. But technically, okay. truly, there is no wrong answer. Yeah. Uh, but I just had to gong you because it just feels so good. Uh, <laughs> actually, the most sought after attribute here is kindness, and yeah, I mean it makes a lot. I of, mean, go ahead. I've never met a mean, down-to-earth girl, so am I? Do I get partial points on that one? We got a review with the judges. <laughs> judges. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that. That's good. Kindness is. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I would. I had. I said ten words for one, right? So kindness is just. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, it, I guess it is subjective, and it's uh, what you'd like, and you're yeah. saying that you'd like down-to-earth. Yeah. And that's kind. You cool. know, I and I want to get into this. Speaking of down to earth, is the uh, shy guys objection, um, and you know what we want to talk about. We talked the last couple of episodes on dating, and you know, we can we we definitely pontificated and got into different subject matters. But I feel like, uh, you know, there is a demographic that may feel left out because you can talk about all these different things, but sometimes they may involve extroverts. They may involve just very key situations. You know, that whole thing when Marty McFly, you know, like bumps into somebody in, in, in uh, Back to the Future, bumps into his future wife mm -hmm. or, you know, hits Biff right. and all those different oh, stuff. Oh, you mean George McFly? Because Marty is Michael J. Fox. Shout out to Edmonton in the house because Edmonton knew that <laughs> Michael J. Fox, the name, right? And he knew oh, who yeah. it was. Oh, you yeah. know why? Oh, yeah. Because ladies and gentlemen... Michael J. Fox, believe it or not, I am not joking. I am not playing. This is not a game. Is from Edmonton, Alberta. That's oh, right. wait, That's but right. get this. No, I know people in the U.S. are like Team Wolf, and I'm like, yes. They're like Alex P. Keaton, and I'm like, yes, yes, and yes. Yeah. But also, he grew up in Burnaby, so he also grew up in Vancouver. There you go. That is some trivia, but Edmonton over yeah, here. Yeah. He's probably watched that movie at least three or four or five. Come oh, on, I grew man. up on those movies for sure. And and did you just just love the fact that he was from your hometown? I didn't know that. So yeah, I mean, I, I I knew that I knew that like 
older later. Okay. But I didn't know that he like I didn't go into the movie theater thinking, oh my god, this is a guy from Edmonton. No, with yeah. that voice. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. That was younger Pat. That voice. That was yeah. younger Pat. So yeah, we go get into it. But that was a good one. I'm just saying, you know, in general, it, it's sometimes it's yeah. hard to uh, to even get to that point where you're talking about dating. So we're talking about the shy guy's objection, and according. Uh, to an article in the Vancouver Sun, one of the uh, main things that we're seeing, or women have spoken of at least, is that a lot of men that they've approached them for a date or spoken to them about dates uh, may live in basement suites. And that may be for some an objection or some women or some dating. Even my, it could be men or women. It doesn't have to just be women. But uh, that is something that out here, at least in Vancouver, is very common. Yeah. Uh, and people need this in the states probably wouldn't understand, but the median home price in Vancouver proper is yeah. about a million Canadian dollars, right? So I would say higher in Vancouver, right? Right, but I, I suppose that, yeah. right. I mean, if you're averaging out all the suburbs and stuff, maybe it comes closer to that. Okay, but in Vancouver, you're it's way higher than that. I would say. Would prove my point even more. Yeah. So if the fact is that they're even higher than a million, uh, most homes here are able to be financed from the mortgage broker I spoke to because people have basement homes, basement mm -hmm. living here, although yeah. not in the southern states, which is where I'm from, right. uh, is, is very common. Yeah. And so they'll, to, to get financed, the bank will look at them to be able to rent out the, the basement suite yeah. as a form of income yeah. and will therefore do the math the plus and the minus yeah. regarding, you know, debt to income mm -hmm. and see more of that. If they, you know, if they're doing it by square footage, they can make that uh, part seem as a profit and therefore, yeah. you know, rent it out or yeah. excuse me, uh, um, more mortgage them or, or yeah. on the basis. Yeah. So, man, I just got into some, whoo, hold on. I just put my hat on. I'm going to take my hat <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, uh, shout out to all the mortgage brokers out there. But yeah, so that's a common thing here. And so, I know people in the States may look at it and go, oh my God, I wish some dude would try to come up to me, talk about he in a basement. Oh my goodness, he yeah. ain't gonna get none of this basement. He better go down and find a mortgage broker, okay? Yeah. You know, yeah. and then the women up here be like, oh y'all, that's fine. Okay, it's fine with me, you know? <laughs> it's just it's just a matter of perspective. Well, basement suites here are like $1,500, $1,600, $1,700, right? Like it's, it's not like... You're you're saving. You haven't like hacked the system by uh, by renting out a basement suite. They're just as expensive as a lot of apartments. And so. that's what I wanted to talk about yeah. is that because you you know you'll sit sit there and say okay such and such and such basement. You may look at it. And I've been to some very nice basement suites here in Vancouver or you know in the in the greater area, and they wouldn't be the typical I suppose assumption of what you would think. And so. Um, when you talk about basement suites and women not wanting to date men in a, you know in a basement it's there's a lot of myriad of reasons but they you know if if the average apartment here in Vancouver city could be somewhere around 15 to 2000 canadian dollars mm -hmm. um, the the average the average basement suite and that, and these are suites now i've yet to see a shabby basement here in Vancouver um, can go as low as 600 Canadian dollars or as high as, like you said, 14 to 15. Mm -hmm. So we have to add some context to yeah. that. Um, but just even knowing that, Pat, um, 
I just have to ask you. You're from Edmonton. You're not from yep. Vancouver. Yeah. But this is a Canadian thing. Right. Um. So I, I'm just gonna ask you. What At what age did you move out of your uh, parents' home? I believe I was 26 when I moved out of my parents. 26, 27. Um. I moved to Vancouver when I was 28. So, um. Yeah. I would say 26 when I uh when I moved out. I was uh. I mean, it's different because culturally, like my mom, she still to this day uh, reminds me that on Mother's Day, I went on a walk with her and told her that I was moving out of the house and she was devastated by that. So um, culturally, I think being Chinese, um, my mom still holds resentment towards that. Uh, I think it was also her birthday that I told her that I was moving to Vancouver. So. Well, you can't put a a great date on the day that Pat feels like he wants. I mean, or any child feels like they've they've arrived at that point yeah. in the moment. Yeah. Like it isn't like yeah. you were like, you know what? On my mama's birthday, I'm about to break her heart. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I I, that, I don't know if that makes me a terrible son, but yeah. So uh, she still brings that up to this day. Uh, we had that conversation probably two weeks ago and that's and that might and that may be well in your culture that yeah. may be something that hurts a mother versus they see that you moving. exactly and i'm pretty like, sure your mom is proud of, oh absolutely you know you moving in not just out the home yeah. but into a whole new uh province like, yeah exactly. and city so yeah i mean she's selfish and wish i was closer to home but you know at the same time she's really proud of um what i've done out here so and a Good looking, bro. You you're doing your thing out here in our direction. Thank you. Thank um, you. So I would say, what was the major reason reasoning? I, I mean, I, we talked about you becoming a man, obviously. Yeah. But uh, was there any major reason or driving factor for you moving out of your mom's home? Um. Well, it was for a girl. Uh, I was dating a girl who um had some wait wait don't you love how it just always comes back full circle but i mean that's that's awesome though right like no it's beautiful yeah yeah it's it's i just love it because that's what we've yeah. been talking about and we're talking about the shy guy's objection yeah and here it is how, you know come all the way around where you know it was for you know yeah you know she just really yeah. didn't you know and I, but uh, go, ahead, go ahead yeah so it was um a situation where i wanted to be more independent to give my girlfriend at the time um, a bit of independence from her household. So, um, yeah, she was in a difficult situation and I was in a position that I had started paying off all of my student loans and all that. So I felt like I was in a position financially to be able to, uh, you know, move out of my parents' place and and really st start to, you know, s spread my wings a little bit. And, uh, yeah, so... Uh, that was probably the driving force uh, behind um, moving out of my parents' parents' place. Nice, yeah. and I mean, you felt the immediate benefits of that, right? Like you, totally. you know, and I and I mean, you know, we all talk about the romantic part, but you know, truly, like you said, you you gave her a reprieve from her mom's whatever that situation yeah, was. Yeah, right? exactly. You gave her an option. You gave your relationship an option. Totally, right? Like it's that yeah. feeling. It's not just leaving my home because the bros are renting a, a, a house somewhere in Kelowna and we're going to surf every day. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. Whatever, no, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was definitely, 
Um, again, going back to first episode where I mentioned that Edmonton is a very nesting city where um, those are kind of the steps you take is you go through university, you get a job, you start making money, and then uh, you kind of lay down the groundwork for starting your own family kind of thing. So uh, that was step one for me was to uh, move out of my parents' place and um, and establish myself as, as an adult male kind of thing. Shout out to Pat Kidlow, who's established himself. <laughs> uh, but no, that's 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 a really that's actually best case scenario, right? Because yeah. you talk about debt, right? And women, yeah. they they may want something from you uh, per se, like to 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 like be able to come over your home and yeah. leave some clothes in your closet. Totally. But like, yeah, you got to be aware of all the factors, such as yeah. what's my debt to income ratio. Yeah, you got to look at that. And shout out to my parents because they allowed me to really. You know, a lot of people don't have the luxury of that, right? Being able to uh, stay under a parent's roof and and be able to save money and then uh, kind of get uh, a leg up uh, in terms of, um, yeah, just having a leg up on on getting uh, having more independence kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, so. shout out. You know, and actually, you know, we, so we talked about this, and I just asked you about your experience. Yeah. And shout out to my listeners. You know, we just did those two shows regarding dating and mm-hmm. I had a plethora of messages coming in regarding people who'd had experiences. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about the shy guy's objection. Okay. And, you know, some guys mask some things in their objection. So therefore they seem cool. They don't seem so introverted. But here's what happens when your extroversion as an introvert goes wrong. Okay. So I had this listener. Her name will be Linda. Okay. And uh, she sent me some messages regarding um, basically some of these shy guys who've kind of masked their, you know, uh, ability to be a breadwinner and their bro code, right? Okay. So she said verbatim, there are men in Vancouver that we call Peter Pans. Basically, it's a 21-year-old mindset that's stuck in an aging body of an older man, maybe 30s, 40s, right? Right. They're always chasing the next big adventure, the next big powwow day, or the next wicked downhill bike line. Next round, they're chasing the next round of beers with the bros, like I said. They only work barely enough to fund their epic travels. They want a girlfriend, but this is a good distinction, not a partner. Right. They never want to get too serious or be held accountable or to have responsibilities. They just want a girlfriend who will be a cheerleader for all their wicked rad stuff they do, <laughs> which is which is funny. But like, you know, we live in an Instagram, social, TikTok world. Yeah. Like, sure, some girlfriend pat you on the back like, oh, babe, that was nice. Was it really? Nah, but, you know, you pay for dinner. So why not? Right. Um, so according to this listener, Linda. This is over half the guys in Vancouver, which may explain why over half are single in Vancouver. (laughs) Okay. And she also stated that this number does go up exponentially the further north you go, which is, you know, up north near Squamish or near Whistler. Now, I mean, obviously, if you live in Whistler and people back home, Whistler is a very beautiful, uh, you know, it's kind of like Big Bear, kind of like a ski town. Obviously, your Wicked Red adventures will go up exponentially. Yeah. Right. You live in the snow. You can hike. 
Yeah. It's beautiful up there. You know, as long as you got your living situation set, mm-hmm. I mean, you can aspire to do nothing. Right. But what do you, uh, do you know any friends like this? Uh, does this sound like it's an outlier, not the norm? Well, everyone that I know that lives in Squamish is married, right? And so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, maybe that's a, a younger listener, which I, I won't, um, I won't discount their experience, but yeah, everyone that I know that, you know, shreds the gnar and, and all of that, they're all in committed relationships and, and married or in a long-term relationship. So yeah, that's not really my personal experience, but yeah, I don't want to discount uh, the listener. No. Yeah. You know, we appreciate that response, but that was just something out there that to me sounded like a introvert hiding a masquerading as an extrovert through their adventures. Sometimes that happens when you're with the bros. You don't have to be the guy. You don't have to be on. Mm -hmm. Right. We talked uh, when your cousin went here, I spoke with him and he was like, yeah, I was the guy. I go to the party. I go to the living room. I go to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a house party. right? Yeah. I, you know, I make sure everyone's engaged, yeah. right? I'm the, the fun, the, you know, the guy who starts the conversation totally. and then leaves the room and let the whomever finish it, yeah. right? And yeah. so you can mask as a, you know, if you are that guy, you can mask some of your, uh, I don't want to say the wrong word, but just you can mask some of the things that you lack. Mm-hmm. If you're around a group or in that kind of social circumstance where somebody like your cousin who's a very extroverted person yeah. could come through and kind of make things uh, light for you. And you just kind of follow that trail right. and then just hit the home run. Yeah. So sorry, are you saying that as an, like an introverted person can piggyback on an extrovert? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, but you tell me if uh, you know this different or what do you, you confer? I feel like, okay. So admittedly I would call myself an ambivert, right? Okay. So an ambivert is, Uh, I mean, introvert, extrovert, the difference is if you gain energy from being around people, you're extroverted. If you gain energy by uh, being alone um, and have energy drained when you are in social situations, then you're considered an uh, introvert. For me, I have situations where I am more introverted and then there are situations where i do need social interaction in order to uh, fill up a different cup kind of thing so for me uh in my experience i don't know if you really can piggyback as an introvert because it's not like a lot of the times introverts or i would just say myself i don't want to speak for anyone else for myself, I always defer because I do not need the spotlight on me, right? So I don't need to gain energy by talking to people. For me, I observe and uh, every once in a while I'll I'll cut in and, and give my opinions. But if there are two individuals who are carrying a conversation, I typically will allow them to do so right and so i i keep to myself i am a bit of a wallflower but mind you if that person and that type of energy because it's a very loud energy um um and tim is 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 loud and so for me if i were in a situation um 
where that energy isn't around, I have no problems carrying a conversation, right? I, I don't have a, a, a problem uh, asking questions, right? It's not like um, intro, being introverted is having a lack of social skills. I feel like I have social skills and have the ability to keep a conversation going. It's just the way the energy works is that I I do feel drained after being at a house party or a group of people. I do need time to, you know, recharge that battery. Um, and so, yeah, that, I think that's the, the common misconception about introverts is that, oh, they don't have social skills or whatnot. But I would say that I do have social skills. It's just when I'm around extroverts and they are the ones that are driving conversation, I typically defer to that because I don't need the spotlight kind of thing. I like it. I like it. I love how you uh, basically defined it and everything. And I, so I would say, so you say you'd uh, define yourself as an ambivert, correct? Yeah. Ambivert. Yeah, for sure. Nice. And so uh, I, I love, I love that you uh, gave that distinction. And cause I, I do feel like some people have been put in different holes and they're like, Hey, listen, this is who I am. Uh, you may feel this because that's the uh, impression you get, but here's, Here's what I am, man. I and I really uh, have an appreciation. We sh we should have an appreciation for for all personality types because they truly can make the whole of us. Um, but I will say, you know, you work. You you're you are very well respected in your field. We're very well regarded. But hopefully, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, but you know, to the people people you are you do you're an art. Art director. Yeah. So I uh, spent the last year art directing um, a show called, called Charmed. Uh, it was a reboot of the Alyssa Milano, Shannon Doherty, Charmed uh, show from the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, yeah. So it was the four season and I um, have been in film for the last seven years. And uh, yeah, the most recent year I've been doing art directing. So that is the, I guess, the head of department for the art department. Right. And for that, and what I wanted to say by that, uh, and even bringing it up, is that, you know, at this point, you know, you said you've been in seven years, so you've been doing things and meeting people, keeping it very professional. Mm -hmm. But you did tell me about a story about a colleague, I guess her name was Rebecca, and mm -hmm. you told me uh, that uh, she kind of... Well, she, she, did she, she wait? Did she kind of slide in the DM? She, she slid into my DMs. She slided. Okay, so tell the people at home about how that happened. You describe yourself as an ambivert. Yeah. But however, here's the distinction I want to make. It's not that you are an introvert at, at work, and I don't think that you are. I just think that you are very professional. Some women may take that as introverted behavior, right? Because he's being very professional. They don't. Yeah. They may see the professionalism, but. As is the case when it comes to Rebecca sliding in your DMs, let the people know what happened. <laughs> yeah, so she, she, uh, yes, slid into my DMs and was very direct. Uh, made a comment about my my appearance and and yeah, so I I you know obviously uh, reciprocated and uh, we were dating for about six or seven months after that. So. Yeah, so that's how that happened. <laughs> and did that catch you uh, as an ambivert? As an, uh, did that catch you, or just in general working? Because 
yeah, you're so focused on the task at hand. Did that catch you like wildly off guard? Was that, you know, was that something where you was like, yeah, I knew she was feeling your boy? Um, well, it was very early. Uh, we hadn't really, it's not like we had conversations and it was like, uh, we built a rapport with one another. It was probably within the first week that I had been working on the show. So they started first and I came in uh, to fill the position because someone else was leaving. And so um, so the show was already up and running at the time. And I came in and yeah, like within a week, uh, she slid into my DMs and uh, yeah, the rest was history. That's interesting. And you guys get together six to seven months now in your professional career. Would you say that's typical as it was that the only time? Yeah. That, or even. Yeah, that was the only time. I mean, with how it ended um, and being within the same department, I quickly established a rule um, I, uh, that I wouldn't date. Uh, within the department because it's just it's such a small department and everyone knows one another so yeah I think after that it 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 uh, kind of ended things for me in terms of uh, dating within the department in my industry kind of thing. how about you uh wait, wait, how about me in particular to well I mean what's your experience uh with with the workplace actually my former uh my former workplace of about well nine to ten years there was a particular woman i believe about five years in after i'd been there um this was a first for me she didn't slide into dm she slid right into my car and which was like let's go to lunch um you wow, know that's awesome yeah that's bold yeah very and, bold. Uh, and yeah and um i do remember that it what she was so cool that i wanted to keep cool with her but it was so right. odd and awkward, especially because it was the woman making the the uh, approach. Yeah, and it was, it, you know, it didn't that what that didn't bother me. Um, were you were you but, down? But that was the, or or was it like? Did you feel uh, obligated because obligated. she made the bold move and you didn't want to embarrass her? Was there any of that? Definitely part of that, and she was she was cool. She was really right. cool. Um, but again, like. How did you receive that move? Like, were you? We went to lunch. She was in my okay. car. Yeah. Okay. So they did. Did, it, did anything happen after that? No, nothing yeah. happened after that. And yeah. I think I just did that for the sake of I was like, wow, here I am, um, and this is a very you know interesting you know interesting situation, but we work in the same building. We worked in separate departments, mm -hmm. um, and in separate opposite ends of the. Uh, the building of the building right? right so it wouldn't like i seen her all the time but well, i seen good. her enough yeah and so i was just like okay so how do we keep this cool right you know um and i and she was super cool so i knew it wasn't gonna get out of hand yeah but it was still like ah i'm just not exactly feeling it right but i do see the boat i you know i can appreciate what she was trying to do right um and so so did you split lunch or did you pay for lunch no i believe i think well or I didn't want to give her. I didn't want to give. She was the one that asked. No, you, no. Uh, I think we split it. I just didn't want to give her any inclination that you, you were know, interested. That I was trying to, you know, right. pull, push up. Right? right. I just wanted to be like, well, let's go out. Let's have fun and yeah. you know, go, go eat and come back cool. to the office. So yeah, yeah. It was so it was very interesting. But you know, uh, those things do happen, and you know, I would uh, if she has slid into the DM, I suppose it'd been a slightly different 
easier situation. Yeah. You know, we could have just laughed and talked it off. But, it, yeah. you know, it it's a lot for a woman to, to reach that point. Right. And f- especially in your situation, mm-hmm. um, for her to DM you. So, yeah. you know, you got to give them. And I think in some ways, a guy, whether you're attracted or not, you want to give the woman props. You're like, yeah. okay. No, it was. You know what I mean? It was very bold, for sure. Hey guys, you've just finished listening to The Shy Guy's Objection here on The Great Northern Way. Part 1 has concluded. Please stay tuned for Part 2. Also, we like to remind our listeners that we are listener-supported here at The Great Northern Way. If you feel so inclined, for our Canadian contributions, you can go to paypal.me forward slash kebo, K-E-V-O, Cabell. C-A-B-E-L-L. For our United States contributors, you can go to Venmo at capital K-E-V-I-N, capital A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, capital initial C. Or you can go to Cash App at K-E-V-C-A-B-E-L-L. That's dollar sign K-E-V-C-A-B-E-L-L. We thank you for anything. No donation is too small. But most importantly, we thank you for listening and staying tuned each week for The Great Northern Way. Signing off. Have a great day.